Grand rising, everyone. I like me to live. Spirit and coffee. Got my coffee here. Uh, as you can see, I just kind of woke up <laughs> and did this, and it's been so long since I've come on. I know it's been so sporadic. You know, hopefully, individuals who love spirit and coffee um, show up and get to enjoy. Um, but I did actually have sinus infection and then I got laryngitis and it was just, it's been crazy. It's been a whirlwind of crazy, right? Um, kind of life is like that right now. It's like, what's going on? Where am I at? Who am I? <laughs> what am I doing? What in the world is happening? Um, and we're just, life is weird. <clears throat> but part of the reason why I haven't also been getting on here is because Typically, um, when I do get on Spirit and Coffee, I am a big believer of preach what you practice. And unless I'm practicing 100%, I typically don't get on because I feel out of integrity. Um, and I think that that's kind of what I want to talk about is the fact that, you know, there are going to be times in life, hey, GP man, where we're out of integrity where we're afraid to make the jump, right? Where we're afraid to make the move, we're afraid to change, we're afraid to let go of that thing. Um, you know, and I've talked about it in terms of like, this has already happened, but I'm going through it now. Like that's something that I'm going through right now. And typically I stay quiet. I don't necessarily share that information, but I think that that could be an issue, right? I think most people who are on a spiritual journey, who are on this path to, um, really understanding their true nature, <clears throat> sorry, their true essence, that they typically will um, kind of hide out or they won't share kind of the struggles that they go through before the success. So most people will see the success. Most people will hear about success. They won't hear about the struggle. So what is the struggle like? Well, for me, and I can talk for myself and maybe you can apply it to your life or chime in and tell me what you guys are feeling, what you're going through. But here's the deal. For me, um, when I'm out of integrity, I kind of go into a hole because I know that, in other words, I feel like I don't have value to be adding, um, that I shouldn't be speaking because um, I'm not pre preaching. There's nothing to preach because I'm not practicing at the point. Um, and I'm out of integrity and alignment. And here's what it is. I know that in my life, that at each next phase, I don't want to say level, because as I think I've told you guys before, I don't believe in levels. I think in expansions and contractions. But, you know, at, need, at each new growth potential, um, we have to let go of the old. There, you, you can't hold on to the old in order to grow. It's like a plant. And, and you've probably heard this analogy a billion, trillion times but a plant in a pot right and if the plant needs to grow and you don't put it in new soil in a greater pot bigger pot it'll die and so at each new stage of our life right we typically need to do that we need to repot ourselves but what happens when you repot re, uh, a plant it goes into shock right it goes into shock and it almost feels like it's gonna die it kind of withers and then all of a sudden it blooms it blossoms and it starts to grow even bigger so that's where I'm at right now in my life. And I think that's a lot of the reason why I haven't been getting on Spirit and Coffee. I have been through a whirlwind of crazy in the past couple of years, trying to understand all of the crazy that I just came out of. Um, I can say that I'm on the 
light side of things. Now, I don't know where you guys are in your process because the two-year process that we went through um, is of, you know, the whole COVID thing and all this stuff was a huge, my friend would say it wasn't a tower event, <laughs> but it was a resurrection event. <clears throat> and the resurrection event being that we we're like going through this transformational process where we could resurrect into the new. So whatever you guys went through in the past couple of years of all this, where are you? I don't know. What is going on with your life? I'm still processing all of the crazy that I went through during that process. Now, yeah, I'm okay. Um, thank you for asking. I, it's just, see, I'm okay. That's the thing, but I'm not okay. And by not being okay, I mean I'm sitting in comfortable right now. And comfortable doesn't feel so comfortable, if that makes sense. When you're used to being uncomfortable, when you're used to moving and growing, and then you sit in comfortable for too long, you know you're not growing. Um, it's the same with your body. Your body, literally, people start to die when they stop moving. Like, that's when they start to die. So it's you keep moving in order to live to thrive to do whatever right so i have a lot of life in me still right i'm still young and i still have a lot of life to live so i have to keep moving but if i stay in this curtain position that i'm in if i stay where i'm at i will die i mean it's going to be a big spiritual death which is going to cause depression sadness all these things that happen when you don't actually move and when you don't actually repot yourself, but part of it is letting go. And that's not an easy thing to do. Now, I'm at a place where I'm letting go of big comforts, right? Not just little comforts. And I've done it before, and I've talked about it before. And, and even throughout my history, right, even GP Matt, if you know, if you've gone back into the historical records of Spirit and Historical Records of his Spirit and Coffee, you'll see that I move quite a bit that I move. I'm constantly moving. I don't just stay in one spot. That's not me. It never has been. Um, and, and it's not something that I enjoy doing. I don't enjoy staying in one spot for a very long time because I like to move. Now that's not for everybody, but that's me. And if I stay in one spot for too long, um, when I know that I've outgrown the space, it becomes very uncomfortable and I start to feel like I'm out of integrity. And so that's kind of the space that I've been in for quite a while, not really noticing and recognizing it, but because I've been in this program, this master's program now really saying, oh my God, yes, I'm in that space. I'm in that state of mind where I don't know how to grow. I do know what needs to happen, but then there's fear. The fear shows up, right? So we're all human. And that's the thing. It's um, I think because people, I'm a spiritual alchemist because I do this work and because I'm so um, practiced in the work, people were like, well, I don't understand how you could be afraid. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm still living in this three-dimensional time, space, whatever you want to call it. And I still have those still till this day, but I know what needs to happen. And that's the difference. And, and so part of it is like I talking about it, right? Because I was talking with a friend of mine, right? A, a good old friend that's now back in my life. Very, very dear person to me. Um, and it's very special person to me. And t talking about this and 
And the the reason that I that I love this person, this is another reason why it's really important who you surround yourself with, especially at the point of change, because you're going to have those people who don't want you to change. You're going to have those people who are wanting you to stay the same. You're going to because they're comfortable with you, but you know you have to change. And so the people that you surround yourself with are going to help you either grow or stay stagnant. And so recently, because my life, I'm ready for a change, an old friend who I hadn't talked to just kind of came back in. Hey, Saturday Night Smoke came back into my life and they came back into my life. And what are they doing? They're helping, helping me. They're calling me to a higher game. They're not selling out on me. Now, that's what we do as humans, right? We sell out on each other. Why? Because it's easier that way. Well, if I sell out on you and you sell out on me, then we don't have to hold each other accountable. But nothing changes in that. We have to we have to call each other out, right? It's those friends that we have that tell us the shit we don't want to hear. And then we're like, but we love them because we know that what they're saying is true and what they're saying is 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 authentic. And sometimes it just feels like a like a sting, right? It's like they took off the Band-Aid and just were like, well, this, there it is. Deal with it. And it's hard. But we love those people because we need that reality check. We need those people in our life to be like, yeah, no, I, I don't like, like you're saying this stuff, but are you actually living it? And the reality is for me right now, not. And so I love those people because I'm like, you're right. I'm not going to get angry at them. No. In fact, I have respect for those individuals, the ones that call you out. Now, I'm not saying you ought to call people out like rude or cruel, but you're just holding people to a higher game and that's it. And so surrounding yourself with those type of individuals help you get to the next phase, right? They're sort of like helping you through the darkness or helping you through the fear or walking you through that craziness. And so having those individuals, so this individual's like, yeah, you said you were going to do X, Y, Z, and you still haven't. I'm like, you're right. You're absolutely correct. You So in that, right, and understanding that I haven't done it and being like, what is holding me back from actually making the jump, right? It's the letting go. And I talk about this in so many of my podcasts. I've said it over and over again. The greatest um story analogy or the 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 storyline that I like to bring people's attention to is when Selena was, you know, Selena, the movie Selena, you've seen it with J-Lo, at, if you haven't watched it, but at the, the time where she knew something had to change, right? She wanted a marriage, she wanted all this stuff, and she goes up to bungee jump and the guy says something profound. He said, the hardest part is letting go. So it's hard to jump off. It's almost like that. It's almost like we're on this platform looking down at the ground and thinking, shit, am I really going to take the jump? That's kind of scary. You don't have to take the jump without a harness. <laughs> no one's asking you to jump without having a safety net at the bottom, right? You can have a safety net at the bottom. But you got to jump to get to the bottom. Are you going to stay, you know, whatever, holding on to that fear forever? You've got to let go of it. You know, the hardest part is letting go. The hardest part is taking the jump, the leap, the letting go of everything that you have. And it is, it's scary. It's a scary place. Now, have I been there many times? Hell yeah, I have. Have I come up again over and over again? Yes, I have. I've rebuilt my life billions of times. I know how to do it. But is it still scary when I know it's about to level, 
no, I don't want to say level up, but level out, expand out when my, my life's about to expand even bigger. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary. And so that's part of the reason why I have not been on here very often, because I don't feel like I'm in integrity with what I say that I feel and want to do. And I'm trying to figure out how to find myself or my way back to that integrity. And I don't like to talk when I'm out of integrity because I like to preach what I practice, not practice what I preach. Like, I'm not one of those people who says, hey, let me just tell you a bunch of stuff that I know nothing about that I've never put to, to my life. And um, let me tell you how it works. Because we have a lot of people that do that. They tell you this and then they don't even practice their own practices. And for me, that's, that doesn't work. I'd rather preach what I practice. So right now I'm preaching that I'm out of integrity and I'm holding myself accountable to, um, and I think I've done this before, and this is kind of a process in a way. So looking at your life, if you applied this to your life, you're looking at your life, what gets to change? Where are you afraid to jump? Where are you afraid to, to move on or move forward? I've been in hermit mode. Oh, I know why I've been in hermit mode. Hey, how are you? Poetic. Yeah. And, and that's why I think a lot of people, we hide out, right? And notice this too. This is not just with Spirit and Coffee, but even when we have life coaches, when we have therapists, when we have people who hold us accountable, you know what we do? We run the opposite direction from them when we're out of integrity. We hide out. And it's the opposite of what we should be doing. We should be going to those individuals that hold us accountable so that we can be held accountable to what we're saying. Or don't say it, okay? Now I'm going to sound a little harsh and I'm talking to myself, so don't ever feel like I'm just talking to you. Just shut up. <laughs> As my dad used to say, I don't want to hear your lip service. Like, do it and zip it. <laughs> and so, so there you go. Yeah, it's the shame. Yeah, and it is a shame. And and for me, um, it's more like, you know, what value do I bring to Spirit and Coffee if I'm not preaching what I practice? Well, I guess I thought about it and I said, well, I can preach that I'm out of integrity <laughs> at this point. And it happens. So what's the next phase? Well, it's going to be epic and it's going to be big and it's a little more scary than than other things that I've done in my life, I think. You know, I have, and it's, I'll just say it, it's about moving, right? It's about moving into a whole new location, space, place. Um, now, I've done it before. I lived in India. I don't know if you guys know this, but I've lived in India. And, you know, and, and so I did. I have moved away, but I always knew that I was coming back. It's not like I was going to live in India forever. This next move that I make is going to be a very long-term move. It's not something that I want to just do for a while. Now, I know I can come back, but that's not even an option for me because at this point, coming back means <laughs> that I'm going back to the old narrative and I can't do that anymore. So it's walking away from the old narrative, stepping into a new narrative and not going back. See? But there was, there's been so much that has happened in the past two years. And you guys know this. You guys have all been through it. I'm finally at, like out of the chaos completely. There was a whole lot of crazy that went on in my life. A whole lot. 
right? And through that, I worked through it through using the spiritual alchemy, right? I feel like I was mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally in a really good place throughout the whole entire pandemic because of my practices. But that doesn't mean that I didn't ride the wave because everybody did and everybody still is and people are still going through the process of what happened during the pandemic. And for those people who don't really know it, it'll eventually come up because it's not the the trauma that was that was circulating throughout covid wasn't the trauma from you know just an, an individual family this was deeper this is more like a um mythological archetypal um cosmo cosmo cosmological type of event that happened it was a big huge event that everybody in the world felt and so that trauma is still circulating throughout us. And there's still going to be people with PTSD around it. There's people not dealing with it. There's people that are perhaps even stuffing it down and acting as though it doesn't exist. And if you were in a very good spiritual grounded place, you yourself allowed yourself to go through the entire process. And now you're starting, should be starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Should be starting to come to some sort of structure out of the chaos see there was chaos now structure starting to form and um i have been shrinking shrinking myself yes i feel it evaporating still yes i'm proud of you i'm proud of you as well girlfriend just get on here you know i even thought am i going to get on today and i did i said you know what no i'm getting on and i'm going to talk about it because it's this is real what i'm talking about is reality right it's it's a reality check for all of us you know, not just me. Where in life are we out of integrity? Now, as the debris, um, I love that you speak to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as, like you said, as it evaporates, as we start to transition into the structure. Now, something I talked about prior when we were going through a pandemic, as I told people, and I continue to tell people is nobody knows what's going on and who's creating the narrative. Well, no one knows, not even scientists. Okay. So for those that are atheist or scientifically minded or believe in science or whatever, science doesn't even know. They don't even have a narrative. They don't even know what the hell's going on. So nobody knows at this point. But the narrative that is starting to arise because we're starting to see shape and form come into to, to play. And especially here in the U.S., what we're seeing is hyperinflation, right? Hyperinflation on so many levels to the point where it's going to be um, individuals are going to have to live with other people. Like, you know, I'm look, I'm Latina. I'm not trying to <laughs> make this about a, <laughs> this is not about that, but Latinos know how to live together in the same household, everybody all at once if we have to. So, you know, we're going to be okay. We'll just all live in a tiny little box if we need to, but that's about to happen. If you look at the way things are going, who's shaping the narrative. And this is something that I've talked about. So how are you shaping the narrative of your life, okay? How are you gonna shape the narrative of your life? How are you gonna start to co-create in this new structure that's being created? Like they're creating the structure, not us. And by they, I'm talking about capitalists. <laughs> <laughs> they've had a hold on on <laughs> they've had a hold on 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 the economy for a very long time but now um they're what are they doing well they're hyperinflation and we're all in this trauma now and people don't know what to do 
They don't even know how to survive. I mean, I live in New Mexico. The housing prices here are ridiculous. I'm going to tell you right now, for New Mexico, it's like some California prices almost. <laughs> There's a lot of things going on in circulating digital technology. You know, I could go on for days about what it is. Airbnb has caused inflation in housing has displaced people, gentrification, and there's all these issues, okay, that are going on. Gas is six was 619. Oh, wow, that's crazy. If anybody wants to put a, you know, how much their gas is in their place, we can see that hyperinflation is here, right? We're giving our power away or call it back to create our own future. Exactly. So I've talked about this. And I said, we need to create the narrative. They're creating it for us and we're no one's saying anything like how do we what do we do is it too late you know um or do we just accept it as it is well i can tell you this i personally can survive through anything <laughs> but some people can't right and and there's been a lot of um comforts in the american dream as as things started to grow but we went through a pandemic that pandemic really put people into a weird space now, if you were spiritually grounded, hopefully you were spiritually grounded. And here's the thing. It's if you are spiritually grounded, you literally are should be coming out of it now. You should be starting to feel some kind of calling. A per, your purpose should be a lot more clear. You should be ready to sort of transition into the next phase of your life. Um, because it was a rite of passage as well. And that rite of passage is already coming to an end. And as we transition in that rite of passage, now we're ready to take on this whole new thing. Now, it's not just a small transformation. It's huge. And it should feel scary. It shouldn't feel pleasurable. It shouldn't feel like, yes, I want this. This is awesome. It should be scary. My life is never like, yay, this is awesome. I mean, it is. But it's scary before I actually take these big leaps. And when I do, I'm excited because guess what happens? I start to grow. So because I haven't made the jump and the leap, I haven't been on here. Okay? And that's why. I haven't been on here because if I don't take the leap and I'm sitting here talking about all of this esoteric stuff and I'm not doing it, then I'm not preaching what I practice. So I'm going to preach to you again that I'm out of integrity and, and I haven't made the jump. So for you guys, what is that for you? And asking yourself, where do I get to repot myself? Where do I get to uproot and repot? Because once that happens for me, you'll see that I'll start to thrive in a different way new things, new narratives, new people, new experiences. All of these things will start to come into my life. I'll start feeling the abundance and the synergy. And right now I feel like a plant that's dying, literally. Okay. Um, now I want to collaborate. I don't know with uh, what with you. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. I've been seeing some visions. I'm so nervous. I want to do something, yet I'm kind of uh, sh uh, shed away from the energy all my life until now. Yes, it's very, and it's very difficult, right? That's kind of what happens. We, um, we just kind of hide out. So what is your next phase? What is it that you're ready to take on? What is it that you're afraid of? What, where are you out of integrity in your life? 
Where is it that you know you're out of integrity and you're not listening and you know that if you don't listen, you're going to die a little more each day? Like, this is the point where people give up on life. <laughs> this is the point where like, I'm out. Okay. I'm, I'm done. And then they wither away and they die and then they get to their deathbed regretting that they never made the jump they knew they should have made. But, you know, now's the time. So if this message feels right for you, then now's your time to figure it out and make the jump. You, you, you can't wait. And I'm talking to myself. Okay, I'm talking to myself. I can't wait. I have to do it. It's something I got to do. So surround yourself with those individuals that are helping you, that are holding you accountable, not the ones that are selling out on you, not the ones that are like, oh, just don't worry. You're doing great. When you know you don't feel you're doing great and you say, you want people to say, okay, you, you are great and you did great, but now you can do, you, I know you can do more and you know you can do more and you're at that place where you're ready to do more. So you got to let go of the old shit or it's not going to happen. It's just not, it won't. That's called comfortable and living in comfortable never gets you to that expansion. It never allows you to expand and thrive. The card of the day is funny for everything playing out. I'll post it soon. Oh, good. Yay. So Poetic has a card of the day. I like those card of the day. I like what you're doing on TikTok too. I don't get on TikTok. I should, but I'm like, oh my God, I'm so addicted to social media. That's another thing. That's a whole other thing that we could talk about all day is how how the hell do we get off of this damn friggin', <laughs> excuse my language. Well, I didn't really say a whole lot, but this social media addiction, right? Oof. Like, ugh. I think if we all put down our phones and just connected face to face, we'd be like different. <clears throat> we'd at least have our, you know, I don't know what we would have. I'm not consistent as I need. Yeah, that's okay. And that's, it's a practice, right? So that's good. So just um, what I say for consistency is practice. Um, I haven't been consistent with spirit and coffee. You know, I used to do it every single day for nearly four years, Monday through Friday, every single day. And now I have just been like, well, whenever it is, it is. And that's that. And, and it's because I know I'm out of integrity with my life. And I, and I don't feel like I have value to add, right? Which is incorrect way to think. The value that I have to add here is that we all go through these places where we feel like we're out of integrity. And I don't, it's not that I should shy away from it. I should actually be talking about it because this is the real deal. That's where people, this is where people struggle the most. And this is probably what needs to get more attention is that next phase of life, that next phase you're ready to jump into that we don't typically talk about. We, you know, people will try to talk about it, but really they're talking <clears throat> from a place of success already. They'll get on and they'll say, well, here's how I overcame that rather than saying, well, yeah, I'm going through the shit. So here I am. And I'm telling you I'm in the shit right now in this particular moment in my life. And I, you know, I can't seem to make the, the, jump, the jump or the leap that needs to happen in order to grow. And I'm just in the same spot. I mean, no, that's not how an alchemist works. An alchemist doesn't stay in one spot when they know they need to move. But that doesn't mean that they don't go through the DOS. And that's like this dark place where they're trying to figure out what's next. So that's part of the process. 
um, and it's something that should or gets to be talked about. Um, I know why you're a beautiful, evolving soul. <laughs> Thank you. Um, have a two day to utilize its tools and the rest um, connect to nature. Have a day or two to utilize its tools. Yes. Um, you have to go into the chaos. Yeah. And then the breakthrough and grow. And so, you know, right now I'm just sitting in that space. So I don't know if you guys are there, that space of like, all right, it's time to make the move. Now the universe will show up and it'll happen as fast as it's supposed to. So that's kind of how I roll. Like where it flows, I go. I don't try to force it. I call it into existence, but I'm not going to force it. If you force it, it's not, it, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to be your transition. You have to wait. The messages will come and that's what's important. So for me, I'm here and I'm open. I mean, I have an idea of where I think I'm going, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's where I'm going. I'm go where my soul is called to go. I put the intention out there. I've said the prayer and I'm trying, I'm not trying, I'm making the moves to move. I'm doing the work that needs to be done. Where I'll end up, I don't have a clue. That I don't know. That is to be determined because that is something that's greater. So as the energy comes in, it pulls me in the direction I'm supposed to go. And then I go there. And then that's the flow of abundance because the next place you go, the universe is going to provide everything that you need. If you force it, then you're having to force the abundance. Because the abundance is the flow, right? It's the ebb and flow of that potentiality that moves through us into that next phase. It's not a force. And that's why people struggle with the money or the secret or they talk about all these things. And the reality is, is that the abundance is here now and that next flow of abundance, right? It's almost like the treasure that we're looking for. We flow into it like the water. That's how abundance is. It's a flowing thing. So it's not about force. It can be unimaginable dream life. Yeah. And that, and that's basically where I'm headed. You know, even in this craziness, um, it's possible. Um, but here's the deal. I'm not as, um, if you guys know me, I don't need, I'm not, I like nice things. My dad used to always say, it's okay to have nice things, but I'm not attached. So, and that's the difference. So who knows what's going to show up? Things, the best, think the best possible outcome. Oh yeah. I was reading actually this kind of quote yesterday, Poetic. It was really cool. And it talked about that. It talked about um, optimists and, and it said that it's not that optimism gives us um, better outcomes or results. It's the absence of um thinking the worst can happen instead of so instead of thinking the worst think for the best possible outcome or think for a good outcome rather than the worst and that helps us to stay thriving um and it actually does something internally to the body and i was like oh that's pretty cool and um i love that quote and so yes absolutely so not thinking of the worst but looking at what is the best what is what is what is a good outcome? It's going to be an epic outcome, whatever it is. I don't know, because usually the universe hands me something that I couldn't even make up. That's usually how it happens. And I end up in this position where I'm like, God, I'm so blessed. But it's because I allowed it to flow naturally, not by force. 
So the next phase of my life won't be by force. I just read the fields. Yes. <laughs> and so the next phase is going to be epic. Um, for you guys, whatever that next phase is, if you guys are staying in tune with the energy of the cosmos and everything, your next phase is going to be epic. And if you're in tune, you know that you're coming out of the storm and you're starting to see <clears throat> the foundation is starting to formulate. How you exist within that foundation is up to you. A reminder to put only what I want out there. Yes. And then it'll flow. And no, you don't need to force anything. There's no force in this. I mean, you're using the force, but you're not forcing it to happen, right? The force will just is like a wave of potentiality that moves through you, puts you in the right place. You've got to be open and ready to hear when the time to jump is there. It'll tell you. The universe will tell you. Like, for instance, there will be certain messages. I got a message. I thought I was going to jump. <clears throat> and then it didn't happen. And for me, I said, okay, that wasn't it. Now, do I get upset if it doesn't work out the way I thought? No, because I already know that when it happens, it's going to be better than I could have possibly imagined. The next phase will be better and greater than I can make up for myself. But I've got to be ready and open and listening. So that is where I'm at. I'm glad I communicated it. And I can tell you that it's going to happen pretty quickly because I actually got on here and spoke about it. And it's been a while that I've been hanging out in this discomfort, um, obviously, since I haven't been getting on here all the time. I've been sitting in the discomfort and not sharing. Probably because I was afraid that I know that if I share that things will happen pretty quickly. And I know I don't, maybe I wasn't ready, right? I wasn't ready. Um, and sometimes we don't have to share everything about our life, even though I share almost nearly everything about my life. Um, there are things I keep private, obviously, but I share most things and it's because we're all in it together. And I want you guys to know that you matter. You have the potential. You can. There's tools and I'm here and I'm not going anywhere, even if I hide out for a little bit. So if I'm hiding out, y'all can just reach out to me and be like, yo, what's up? <laughs> you guys, I I am perfectly fine with my viewers holding me accountable. In fact, I love that. I love when people call me out on my shit. Like it's right. <laughs> I appreciate you as well. You know, call me out. Where have you been? You're not on Spirit and Coffee. And then people say, oh, I thought you were done with the show. Really? I am not done with this show. I've been doing it for four years just to just give it up. No, you know what it is? I'm hiding out because I don't feel like I'm in integrity right now. So you just be like, hey, are you out of integrity right now? Are you like, what's going on? And then I'll be like, yeah, you're right. And then you're like, okay, well, we're here to hold you accountable. And then I'll be like, yeah, that's awesome. That's how we do this together, right? This is not a Natalie by herself. This is a, all of us together as one, even though it's really hard to herd the cats and get everybody as one. I think humans are more like cats than dogs, to be honest with you. <laughs> We're more like cats. <laughs> I'm trying to get us together is not easy. It's not, I've tried. I've tried to put groups together and oof, it's just not easy. Oh, but that's okay. It's neither here nor there. You know, it's usually, and, and it's hard because it's usually like, oh, this guru and they follow this one person and glorify this one person. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's not, no, that's not how it works. This is not a glorified, put Natalie on a pedestal. We are, no, we are all here 
together in it together we're holding hands together there's there's no i'm above you maybe i've gone through something different but you all have your stuff you've gone through you're all powerful but you know we glorify the guru and then everybody will come and convene around one individual <clears throat> but when you're trying to convene everybody together and say hey i see your gifts and let's all share them together that's a little harder becomes a little bit more difficult. <laughs> I've tried, trust me, in a billion different ways to collaborate with people. It's not easy. Trust me. Trust me. It's not. I don't know what it is. Um, I just think that that's what it is because it's easier just to follow like one person and put them on a than to trust maybe your own gifts that you have in a circle of individuals where there's no compete, but more of a collaboration and a sharing of gifts and that's you know we weren't programmed that way and so it's not as easy but we are all our own guru right you you have a guru in you and you are your guru and so you know following one person and glorifying them is to me is like a big like that's a big red flag for me <laughs> it's just a red flag everybody has these beautiful gifts like all everybody has something unique to give and add value um, it's not just one person. So, but we see that. Okay. So, so you guys can totally call me out. I would love that <laughs> if ever, um, I'm like ghost for a while. I go ghost. I I've actually gone ghost for my own podcast, which is kind of interesting. Um, call me out. What's going on? Are you out of integrity? Uh, are you out of alignment? What da, da, da? And I'll probably be like, yes, I am. And that's why I'm not on. Okay. So I'm not going to sit here and preach something I'm not up to or not doing. And I'm going to hold myself accountable. And I'm going to only share with you the things that I actually am practicing and experiencing. Okay. We have too many people talking about concepts and not even applying them to their life. They don't even know how to apply them to their life. They're just talking about these fancy rhetoric words. Like I'm not going to say politics, but po um, politics. <laughs> <gasps> okay, that's not nice. But politicians do it all the time. This is true. They even say it. <laughs> they have their diplomacy and rhetoric, and they're not practicing half the crap they're talking about. They just talk and they sound fancy and they use fancy words and they put all this flair, but they're not actually applying it. <laughs> so I don't listen to that. That's why I don't want to follow politicians. I don't do all that. I, I'm like, okay, what are people up to? What are they doing? Let me see. I like to follow the people that are in integrity, that are like preaching what they practice, that are actually experiencing and, and, and gaining that wisdom and then sharing that wisdom rather than conceptualizing it, talking about it and saying, yeah, I have all these beautiful words, but I don't know how it looks in practice. Like it's a mess in practice. We try to put it into practice into play and it's a big mess and it doesn't even work out that way. <laughs> no, thank you. I'll pass. Okay, Quad D, I'm gonna invite you. Oops, were you calling for real? I'm good, how are you doing? We're just here chatting about how out of integrity I am with my life. <laughs> how it's time to move. But I will say this, I feel the energy in the space and, and leave with this, in this space of unknown, 
in this space, it was a feeling I never had felt in my life. So this is something I can share through the experience, right? Okay. Accidental press. There's no accidents, Quadi. <laughs> there are no accidents ever. <laughs> um, so it, I can I can share with you this one piece, right? Hey, Poetic, thanks for showing up here. <laughs> Where's Quad D? Um, so there is, and I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this. I never have. This was a new sort of feeling that I embodied, actually. It was kind of weird, and I didn't know what to do with it, right? When you experience something new, like I had experienced an anxiety for the first time in my life, which was really freaking weird, and I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't, I'd never had anxiety like that. Um, but this experience was an experience and maybe it was, maybe they would clinically term it depression. Um, but I don't like clinical terms because that doesn't allow people to move past the story and the narrative. Um, but it felt empty. I had zero motivation for life. I didn't want to hustle. I didn't want to do anything. In fact, I felt very empty is the only word that comes to mind. I had no motivation. I was like, you know what, God, I'm done. So like, are you, if you're ready to take me, I'm like ready. I've done a whole lot in my life. I love all my life and everything. Else. So just kind of take me. I'm good. Like, I'm good, <laughs> you know? And then you just kind of wait. And then you're, God's like, yeah, no, you're still alive, honey. You just got more to do. And I'm like, but what is the more? What, what am I supposed to do? I have no feeling, no purpose, really. And you know, I do have a purpose, right? Obviously leave a legacy of wisdom, but I'm like, I don't have any, I don't know that I have any more wisdom to give. Like I'm out of integrity. That's why. Well, I had nowhere to go and I just felt empty. So maybe that's what people would clinically call depression. And I wouldn't call it depression. I would call it stewing uncomfortable. <laughs> You're comfortable. And comfort is not healthy for too long. People think it is, but it's not. Our body doesn't even want to be comfortable for too long. If you sit your ass in a chair all day long, every day, all day, your body will atrophy. Your body will die. Like you have to move. We are a moving body. Like that is naturally, we're energy. Energy moves. Cells move. Everything, our heart is beating. It's constantly moving. Everything in our body is moving. So we've got to move, right? We've got to move. We've got to move shit around. So if you're in that state of not moving and you're frozen, well, then what? <laughs> People say, well, it's maybe they were clinically diagnosed as depression. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, you guys. I don't know what it was. Okay. I'm just going to go with depression. That sounds about right. It sounds like what they would say. I don't know. You guys know. Maybe you know. Maybe you guys have been through it and you know and they told you you were depressed and that's what depression is. I don't know. But I was there and I didn't know what to do and I didn't know how to move out of it. Okay. I wasn't getting any um, pleasure getting on here because I really, I was like, what am I supposed to say? I'm empty. I have nothing to say, nothing to share. Okay. Nothing. Okay. Now, when I finally realized what it was, and now that I'm coming into the light and out of that dark shadow space, now I feel the motivation again, the excitement for life. And I know what needs to happen. And what needs to happen is my ass needs to move, period, end of story. Where that is, I have no clue. But I do know that there was that ignite, it ignited that excitement within me and that motivation to start moving again. 
and not just be there stagnant, not doing anything. And said, okay, it's time to move, time to get going, time to, to start getting into action. My life is going to look completely different. It's not going to be the same. I'm changing my career. I'm letting go of an old career that was very, very good. I mean, I'm not saying that I won't do contract work within that career if there's availability, but I'm transitioning completely my entire life. I'm letting go of everything. I'm just saying, take it all. And this has happened many times in my life where I have literally gone to zero, nothing, no clothes. I had a, there was a time in my life where everything got taken from me and I didn't care. In fact, it felt good to get rid of the shit. We accumulate so much shit so easily. It's not, it's not even funny. I don't know how it happens, but it does. So the stuff is there. But we hold on to it. We cling to it, right? And it's like, ugh. so I started purging stuff. I got rid of old stuff. I'm going to be purging completely, just getting rid of stuff. Purge, purge, purge. Let go, let go, let go, let go, let go, let go, let go. That way I'm lighter. And that way, wherever, when the wind comes, right, to sell me where it needs to go, I'm light. I can go. I don't need to be attached to all the stuff. Most people are afraid to do that. Let go of stuff. <laughs> so now feeling the motivation, it's starting to arise within me little by little by little. So my life is literally going to take a big turn First, who knows where I'm going to end up. I just don't even know. I don't have a clue yet. <laughs> But I'm glad I was able to share with you guys. I'm glad I was able to get on here. Hopefully you guys felt some connection to what I was saying. And in, in your life, if you're going through that, just know, surround yourself with people that call you to a higher game. Don't, you can, you can or not, it's totally up to you. You can continue to hang out with people who want to keep you at your comfort level. Or you can surround yourself with people who are like, yeah, no. You're not going to get away with that. You're saying this and you're not doing that. So your words aren't matching your actions. So what's going on? And then you're like, you're right. I need to do X, Y, Z in order to feel like I'm in integrity with my life. Surround yourself with those people. Those are the people <laughs> that are going to help you to transition from one phase to the next. They're the ones that are going to hold you accountable. They're the ones you're going to hate and run away from because you don't want them to hold you accountable. <laughs> They were like, I can't stand you. Stay away from me. I'm just going to hide out. Don't hide. They're rooting for you. Those are the ones that are want you to succeed, believe it or not. Those are the ones that are saying, hell yeah, girl, you got this. You can do it. Hell yeah, man, you could do this. You got this. Those are the ones that are rooting for you. They see that you have the potential to do it and they're holding you accountable to it. But we hide from those people. But they're the ones that are calling us to a bigger game. They're the ones that are trying to say, hey, you got it. So surround yourself with those people, okay? All right. I'm glad I got on. It felt really good to express this, especially with people I love. Quadi, Poetic, GP Man, whoever else was on here that I don't know. That it was good to share, you know, among friends that um, I love you too, Poetic. Among friends and your baby. <laughs> She's so cute. Um, to, to share among friends because, you know, um, 
No, I appreciate you as well because we, you know, you guys are my homies. <laughs> you guys are my homies. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, we've been through some crazy times, right? And and even though we're not in the same spot or same place or same location, we are spiritually in, in the same realm, right? We're, we're meeting each other at spirit and that's beautiful and that's rare. And so, yes, let's connect. You can reach out to me and we can set up a time, you know, I think more time is coming. Um, you guys, I'm also have a, I have, I haven't been promoting it. It's another thing that I haven't been as I have a course that I finally have. It's ready to go. <laughs> um, it's setting goals and achieving them. Um, and I probably haven't been um, promoting it because I have a goal that I'm not, I haven't achieved yet, but I've achieved a lot of goals in my life and I know how to do it. It's what I'm actually really good at. Um, is helping people achieve their goals. Um, but I don't think that I'm going to promote it until I've achieved my goal of moving on to this next phase in my life. Like I think <laughs> that's what's keeping me. I know it's funny. <clears throat> Sorry, I have this like nagging cough, but that's, it is funny actually. I'm a Libra sun and rising. Oh, wow. It's that balance, right? That fine balance, right? It's also justice. Justice holds the, the scales with her blindfold on, I think, too much. Yeah, it's, take off the blindfold. <laughs> if you see justice in its traditional form in tarot, she is wearing a blindfold. Um, and they say that that's like because if you look outside, you're going to judge. And so the scales should be balanced not by judgment but by pure consciousness. Um, so... Um, take the blindfold off and maybe use some judgment. It's okay to judge. It's okay to use judgment. We need that. Um, yeah, see, you need judgment. There you go. It's exactly what I was talking about. You need judgment. Take off the blindfold and start and use judgment. It's okay to use judgment. I mean, they use it in courts. Lady Justice is at the courthouse. She holds the scale, but if you notice, she doesn't have her eyes covered. So she's making judgment based on observation. Not supposed to be that way, but that's the way it is in the courts. But you have the opportunity to take the blindfold off and still hold the scales, which is pretty powerful. Also, the Queen of Swords is another card you might want to look at. She holds the truth or the King of Swords. Those two. Read into those two tarot cards because I know you do tarot. I think it'll help you understand how to support yourself through that like kind of next phase of whatever it is. Holding the truth, wielding the truth. So actually three cards. Just well, four. So you have justice, okay, Libra. You have um the um the um high priestess, the queen of swords and king of swords, those four cards. Maybe they'll help you read into them a little bit further. And maybe they'll it'll help you to say, like, hey, right, because Man, the King of Swords is really good. Queen of Swords, she's kind of crazy. Um, I, I show, she shows up. I show up as her, especially in relationships. I'll cut you off completely, like crazy. But I'm learning not to do that. Learning to negotiate. Learning to kind of see where both sides can have a, an equal yoke in, in the conversation and all that. And that's kind of the King of Swords, you know. And then you have the High Priestess who holds the truth, right? Her truth. She holds the Torah or and all that. So, so yeah, it's because you have your blindfold on. Okay. 
That's why Lady Justice has the blindfold on. Take the blindfold off and then use the Queen of Swords, use the King of Swords, and use the uh, High Priestess to help you get through it, to actually find discernment within your, your own self. Because that discernment is going to allow you to um, make that judgment. It, it's not bad to make judgments. We need that to survive. Right? That's part of survival. Like, <laughs> we have to judge if we should go out to the jungle today or not, right? Or whatever it was. <clears throat> We're like, um, yeah, I noticed there was a lot of snakes in there. I, I, I think I'm going to stay away. That's a judgment call. Right? It's discernment, if you want to use a better word for it. Your discernment. And then boundaries and the swords can set boundaries, mental boundaries, um, boundaries with your words, being able to communicate boundaries. So a lot goes into the, the swords. Um, so hopefully it's helpful. Okay, so there you have it. I stood on here longer than I expected. And thank you guys for listening so much. I appreciate you guys more than you possibly know. Um, you know, family, spirit and coffee family, uh, familia. Um, and maybe we're all going to be living together soon with the way the prices are going. So, you know, maybe we'll be forced into the life that we keep talking about and living together in a, a, <laughs> a tent city. <laughs> I know we're going to be living together in a tent city, but, you know, at least we got the skills. Ours will be off the chain, right? Like, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to party wherever I'm at. I don't care if it's a tent city or what. I'm going to love life and live it up no matter what. So you know, that's it. Bring your spirit and your joy to any situation because everywhere you go, there you are. <laughs> All right. Have a great day. Thank you guys for your support. I love you guys so, 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 so much. Um, and I'm excited for what's next. So let's just put that intention for all of us out there. Like that the next phase of our life is going to be this epic, awesome magnificence, right? In this crazy shit show that we're in. <laughs> okay. I love you guys. Have a great day. Bye-bye.